Hey friends, welcome back to the ArcVision podcast. Our guest today is Jitan Kundalia. Jitan is a black belt martial artist, martial arts teacher, an accomplished Forex and crypto trader. And he's also the founder of the Four Excellence Academy and is currently the managing director and CTO at iBoss Solutions. That's a lot, but he's an incredibly accomplished person. Um, and I actually met Jitan. We are part of the same group. We have some mutual friends. And I met Jitan about one month ago. And yeah, it was just one of those friendships that you just, you feel drawn to someone and you're just like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to introduce myself to this person. So we just started up a friendship and we do these, usually these weekly Zoom chats. Like we'll just talk about life and <laughs> and our past and just you know, kind of just life, honestly, and girl, past girlfriends, high school, university, just fun stuff like that. And uh, this is actually one of those conversations. But this time I decided to secretly record it without him knowing. And I was going to uh, let him know at the end of it and say, because he always says like, well, we should turn these into podcasts. And so, yeah, I had the idea this time. But uh, just lastly, um, some of Jitan's passions, because he's not just a smart guy. Um, but yeah, his big passions are martial arts, investing, spirituality, and also nerding out on anime and Magic the Gathering. So enjoy. Oh, Yo. dude, is Jeet with a hat, bro? Thundercats <laughs> as well. I don't know if you know what that is. but No, what is that? Uh, it's an old anime. Um, it's common British TV about uh it's hard to explain you'll have to look up thundercats it's pretty cool so have you're so it. you're a nerd i'm a big time nerd yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was their symbol this was their symbol with the, the cat and then that was their like kind of you know how it was written oh my god Can't dude the, I, I can kind of see it oh yeah that's yeah. like that's like really old school man that's like yeah that's that's crazy, yeah. man. But yeah, what are you uh, going to today? Are you going to a family dinner or whatever? No, so like um, <clears throat> we we can't still go that far um, because of the Omicron virus, you know, because we were locked down recently because my family was sick. Yeah. So, but in our household, we've got uh, quite a big family that we have been able to, cause they're the ones we got it from. We locked down with them, we're all kind of on the same streets. I've got to like, it's a big meal, big family. Dude, yeah. no, straight up, man. That's like the best thing ever. I, uh, I don't know what happened, man. Probably cause like I grew up in a, just a terrible family. So it's like, yeah. like, like, have you ever seen the show like Parenthood? Have you ever seen that yeah. TV show? Dude, like that is like my dream. People are like, oh, what do you dream about? Like Harry Potter, dragons and like elves and stuff. I'm like, I dream about like happy families. Like, happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah. that's that's my dream is like, I don't even know. Like, you know, I'll, I'll definitely um, go on. It's definitely not the ideal family. Don't get me wrong. I don't think anyone really, I don't know if anyone really has that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. We- De- definitely it's like kind of i i know some people with pretty kick-ass families my buddy christian his family is like pretty great obviously not perfect but i think dude probably my friend christian and kyle they both have like really 
close families where like the brothers and sisters, like everybody gets along and like, you know, people are human beings, right? It's like, it's not perfect, but yeah, there, there are people in my life that I've seen that I'm like, okay, because I, I don't need it to be perfect. I just like, I want, like, I want to surround myself in my life with people that are committed to just like doing their best to make things work. You know what I mean? Like just mm. be, be as, you know, nobody is selfless. You know what I mean? Everybody's selfish as part of human nature, <clears throat> but there are people that are like tr- working on themselves and like trying to make things work. Like when I see like a, yeah, something like parenthood or something is like, you know, I'm kidding, but also it's like, at least they're like tr- trying to work through it in some sense. Like, there's there's some level of um comp compromise but beyond that not for like the sake of compromise but really like yeah let's try to make this work you know what i mean mm, yeah, yeah 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 definitely that's what that's exactly it. i think that you know the families that i've seen that really work and they they're just like awesome families they're not necessarily to the outside world they're awesome families on the inside, they are awesome families, but they actually go to work yeah. to make it awesome. Oh, like, do I you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's like they, they have they have like probably like family meetings and stuff, and they talk yeah. about yeah, dude, hundred percent. But keep going with that. Yeah, no, I I um, I know that my cousin uh, in his family he, that he calls family meetings all the time, right? And then, but he would have family time scheduled throughout the week like it would be crazy right it would be like dinner everyone eats together 15 minutes after dinner it's family time right like literally that does not account for helping mom clean the table right 15 minutes but sometimes it's four hours four hours of family time that might be like going down the park and kicking the football you know as a family or going out for food or, you know, but they'll randomly select the 15 minutes ends up being like something like Pictionary. Do you know what I mean? Like just something stupid, right? Yeah. Well, it's it like, ends up, the 15 minutes ends up being like longer. right? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like they, well, it's like, yeah, that's like, I remember um, I follow a guy named Ben Greenfield. I, re- I really love this guy. Have you ever heard of him? Ben Greenfield? No. He's like a health guru. He's like a he's a coach and health kind of guy. He's a biohacker, so he's all into epigenetics and all that kind of stuff. But like he's like um he's one of my inspirations for family actually. Like cuz he does everything you just said. They have like 3 hour like like he, yeah, literally they have like 3 hour family dinners and stuff where after dinner they'll play music together or they'll play board games or they'll just spend time together for like a certain amount of time, like every night. And then they have like breakfast together where they just like for like 15, 20 minutes, they'll just talk about what they're going to do that day. And they'll just like come together and ha- and just, you know, Ben will have a smoothie and his wife will make breakfast for the kids and stuff. And um, it's a funny thing though, man, because like you look at that and some people look at that and they're like, that sounds fucking crazy. Like you're like mm. controlling your family and like forcing all this stuff. And obviously everybody agrees to it in, in these scenarios. Like, you know, that family is very close. You know what I mean? The kids love mm. their dad. They love their mom. Their parents get along. They actually love each other. 
And then I'm guessing with, with the family, your friend's family or whoever you were mentioning, yeah. your friend or whatever, I'm sure that there is a certain level of like, they're all in it together. It's like, they're not perfect. You know, they fight sometimes. Dad has this idea. Mom has this idea. The kids sometimes want to go. But at the end of the day, they all know dad loves me. Mom loves me. You know, we, <clears throat> dad and mom, we've all ta- talked about the fact that we want to like be happy together. Like that is like, Mm. that's where we're coming from is we're all agreeing. I think where it gets screwed up is like, I'm watching a TV show called Shit's Creek right now. It's like uh, Shit's Shit's Creek. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's the opposite. It's like this, this family is terrible and you have the parents and the kids that just don't see eye to eye at all. And then it's got so bad that the kids are like in their late 20s or 30s and they just like don't get along at all. Um, and the parents are like, oh, we need to bring this family together. And they start being like, oh, we're going to have like, you know, family night and whatever. And it blows up because there's not an actual like the kids don't care the, the kids. And, and they know deep down it's not about the family. It's about the parents are miserable be, and they feel guilty and shame filled because they've lost their children and they're like forcing family. And I think that like never works when you have to force these things. It's like it's kind of that weird thing of like you have to do it when the family is still together. And let's say you do lose the family and you're trying to make it up, I think the parents and everybody involved, but mostly the parents, I think the parents need to be very selfless enough to admit their fault. Be like, I fucked up. Like, I wasn't there for your football games growing up. You know, I I was too hard on you. Yeah. I think the yeah. parents need to lead and be like, look, it's not your fault this family doesn't work. It's my fault. I fucked up. And it's like, hopefully, because I think like humility – and just like owning your shit, I think that speaks volumes to anybody. Like I, and, and it's hard to do though. It's like yeah. to really own your shit in front of another human being that maybe you have like disgruntles with. Like I know with my like my brother and my sister, it's like I've kind of like made steps to that. But sometimes, man, like you get to that that precipice, that ledge, where you know you can make the change, you know you can make the difference if you just own up to everything. But it's mm. like, bro, you look down at the fucking ocean and you're just like, am I prepared to jump into the ocean and maybe drown? And it's like, and because at the same time, you know that the people you're apologizing to or owning your shit with, if you start drowning, they will let you drown. Because it's yeah. so bro- it's so broken that if you look like a fucking ass, that they will just be like, yeah, fucking drown. It's like you it's, – it's that weird thing. You have to be so selfless. You have to be so – of like looking at the thing you want in life that it's okay if they let you drown because you know you're going all the way through. And it's like, boy, bro, like that's some next level shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Like me and my brother – uh, so we have a four four people in our family. Right? So pretty conservative family, right? Where dad's an angel, my mom's hot ass. Like you know, um, but me and my brother are the opposites of each. Uh, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Just keep going. I know exactly what so I mean. I'm I'm like the badass martial artist. Of course, of course you are, Jit. Of course one, you are. You know, like competitions. <laughs> he's the softy, but he's like. 
mathematically super intelligent, great with like puzzles. I'm really good with science and strategy and, you know, like all this kind of stuff. When you come together where we don't clash, which is good, we actually complement each other like massively. Like I will lead a presentation and he'll jump in straight behind me. And then he basically, I might do that like soft touch intro. This is who we are. And then he will just like kick their ass with his knowledge with like, you know, all the stuff he knows. And we've done this before. And this is in our, but our family, like our parents, they shouldn't get along, but they do. <laughs> oh, is it, is it because the parents are opposites too? Yeah, completely. Well, th- th- that's always like literally, bro. I could, I'm probably going to write a thesis or a book on this <laughs> straight up. Like, I find this the most fascinating thing ever because I came from a family of divorce. My parents are divorced. Mm. My parents are polar opposites, do not get along at all. And I have a, I have a hypothesis. So, you, you know, you hear that old adage, opposites attract, right? Mm. And you hear it and you go, yeah, it kind of makes sense. And you cast it under the rug. You don't think about it because in your head, you're like, oh, no, like people form the best relationships. No, that, that never is the case. It's like literally all opposing energies is what the polarity is made of. Hopefully similar interests. Generally common speaking, ground, right? Common, common ground. ground tangibly, but at the base level, different personalities. So for example, we talked about this in the last uh, conversation you and me had, you and your girlfriend. Opposites, personalities. You probably have some common interests, but your energies, your core energies are very different. Like me, probably the person I marry and have have, uh, children with and stuff is probably going to be totally opposite. Probably going to be very introverted, very like down to earth, grounded, not analytical. I'm super analytical. So it's like, but hopefully, and because also one of my love languages is I'm verbal and I'm physical. So I love hugging. I fucking hug everyone. Yeah. And, the, and the second one is verbal. I, I really, really value communication and not mm. just, I love you. That's important to me. Like, like the words, mm. I love you are very important to me. Mm. But above that, it's like, I like to share my life with people. I like to have one-on-one conversations. I'm not really a group guy. I can do public speaking. I'm, I'm good at it. I but yeah. I, I, because for me, like the deep connections in life happen when you share yourself with somebody and they share themselves with you. Like, you know, you and me are an example of this. Like we really share, we come together and we create something new. When I'm public speaking to a group of people and I say, how's everyone doing today? I don't feel any connection with the crowd. There's no, there's no like personal relationship. And therefore it's a very one-sided energy flow. Yeah. They give me energy. And you know, if they're laughing at my jokes or whatever, clapping, there's one thing, but it's not like when I sit down with you and you share about your family, I share about my family. I share my dreams. You share your dreams or ideas. And we like, like literally conversations to me are like entities. It's like we got two people and we come Mm -hmm. together and the conversation is like an entity within itself that is different than us. And it's like, I find these entities with every different people is fascinating because it's like everybody brings out a different side of you. Everybody. It's like your girlfriend brings out a different side of jit that, that, and then Anton brings out this other side of you. And then your mom, your dad, everybody brings out a different side. It's like some people bring out my wacky side, my like South Park and fucking Mm -hmm. stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like my sense of humor is really dumb a lot of the time, but then I have this, like I have this philosopher side of me too. I have this like kind of social activist side 
And then my friend Kyle will bring out the, the funny side of me. Christian will bring out the therapist side of me. My mom will bring out the therapist side of me. And it's like all these people interact with you and they bring out these interesting different parts of you. You know what I mean? It, it, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's, um, it's funny because, I mean, like by education, I'm a scientist. Okay. Um, so I'll meet my science friends and the science side of me will come out. I'll meet my gaming friends and I will connect with, you know, like a 12 year old versus a 55 year old man who loves gaming as well. Like I'll connect with them. Right. But then the scientists are looking at me going, do you know what I mean? And then like, there's the whole other side to me that's like, you know, martial arts and, you know, so I, I find that there's so many um, layers and dynamics to each of us that it's like an artistic painting. It makes up who you are. Now, if someone could truly wants to understand you, and this is what my girlfriend does. She's like, I don't know how she does it. I think I do it but I'm still trying to figure out how it's done. You have this layered cake, right? And you can truly, what's the point of engaging with each individual layer? You want to bite, only when you bite the entire cake, can you really get an idea of each layer together? That like the cake in its entirety, you have a better feel for it. Do you know what I mean? When you tackle each layer, you get to know that layer it might be jam, it might be chocolate, but that's all you're going to get, jam or chocolate. But when you understand, if you want to know someone, you kind of take it in one fell swoop. So what she does, she kind of looks at me and it feels like a therapist, like, but she's coming from such an innocent, sweet, non-calculating. So I usually if someone looks at me like that, I'd be like, what are you looking at? What do what, you see? Is there like, you know, food in my, you know, like you start to get paranoid, right? With her, she's like, and then she'll do this. And so like, you're geeking out with the boys, you know, on Star Trek. What about like, you know, what do they know about the scientists and the martial arts? Because, oh, you're one of the guys, there is this uh, martial arts. Because, oh, Tony, yeah. Isn't it ironic how much better you get along with Tony than the others? Oh, shit. Like, that's what she'll do, right? She goes, you got more points when you can connect with them. And she she said to me that my challenge is that I connect with people on each layer, trying to understand them, but they don't quite reach out and connect with my layers. That's what she feels? Yeah, yeah. She goes, you're really good with the relationships, but there's not the ones you spend the most time with without even thinking about it are the ones who've actually engaged in some of your layers like you know those like you know the gamer the anime guy the you know so you know there's a my pool team for example is full of gamers anime guys and and a few martial artists i get along with them like a house on fire i'm like you know i'm even gonna like you know first chance i get out of lockdown we're already we're just having a party around a pool table so we can talk about anime gaming and martial arts and we connect on common ground pool like, you know, it's competitive, it's fun. Yeah. Well, it's like, like, no, that's so beautiful to me because, um, oh man, that's a really interesting thing about the, the layer cake. I really like that analogy, that metaphor, because 
I, I think our best are, I can only speak for myself. My best friends are people that interact with multiple parts of my layer cake. So it's like, let's say I, we all have 10 layers. Let's just say for clean, easy math, 10 layers. It's like most people will connect maybe with one of those layers. Maybe some people miss every layer, but you know, like an acquaintance might hit one layer, might hit the investing layer, might hit the, whatever the hell it is, the social layer, whatever. And then it's like, when I think about my friend Christian, he like, he hits my spiritual layer. He hits my nerd layer because we're both Lord of the Rings nerds and Harry Potter and Mad. We play Magic the Gathering, like talk about freaking oh, so do I. Dude, I love, like, <laughs> dude, I love Magic the Gathering, man. Yeah, me too, and, man. So exactly. So it's do like, that. he... He, he hits yeah, me there. He, he hits me on my therapist side because we're both like very deep. He hits me on my philosopher's side because we're always at, uh, looking at society and people. We, we fit on the social side about our kind of global beliefs, like already five layers. Like I can't find another human being that, that hits me on like five or six layers. Christian hits me on about five. My friend Kyle hits me on about five. My mom probably hits me at like five or six. Like I'd consider my mom one of my best friends because we're so similar. Like like we wow. we've kind of evolved through the parental phase, and now we're like just friendship phase. Like like sometimes Ooh. she ha- she hangs out with my friends. Like we all like we all party together and shit. It's like like we all nice. have like yeah, it's, it's incredible, and it doesn't work with all people because. Like, um, now we're getting like really fucking woo woo, like super spiritual territory. But like, um, my mom and I, we went to see like a regression. Somebody who's like looked at past lives and stuff. And apparently my mom and I have had like dozens of past lives. Apparently like we're, we've been very close. We've been brothers in some past lives. I've been the parents and like, you know, we've been friends. And so it's just like a really kind of powerful friendship. I'd say like relationship with Mm. me and my mom. And so it's like, yeah, she hits on those multiple layers. And it's like, I think like, because yeah, you and me, I think that the reason why you and me get along is like we met on this one layer, but then we had that conversation. Then we started talking about girlfriends. We started talking about love, philosophy, psychology, uh, social stuff. So like, and then now we realize we're both nerds. So it's like, we've just <laughs> hit on like five or six layers. Like, it's like, <laughs> think about the, think about the average person that you hang out with. It's like, you know, like not even hang out with, but just like you kind of know it at work or the jobs. Mm. Like maybe one layer, probably like for excellence, your investing friends. You know, yeah. there might be one other thing, and then another it, layer is like your softy side. But go on. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I know, I, I know exactly, and that's why I kind of like use the layer, the layer cake thing, because that'll make a great uh, podcast, wouldn't it? Um, because like you have the outside that attracts you to that cake, but what's on the inside doesn't necessarily match what you see on the outside. And it takes a real skill to have, to show what's on the inside actually on the outside. So if it looks like a triple chocolate gateau, I wanna, when I buy into this thing, I want it to be a triple chocolate gateau, not a fruit cake. I don't want a fruity. Right? No, I, I, I feel you. Keep going. Are you, are you still so going that, with something? So yeah, no, so that, that's all. I was just kind of looking at, and I was just looking at like, like Fatinay and Sasha and how I know them. They met me through something called ACM, where my girlfriend was doing ACM. I wasn't doing ACM. My girlfriend at the time was. And 
they saw me go into action. Like, you know, it's all about recruiting and building a business and, and all that. That's fine. I'm like, cool with it. everyone's their own, everyone like, you know, um, I've done lots of network marketing stuff in the past. And they're like, okay, so what's peaking? Okay. Like what's peaking is when you press and you get them in front of the presentation. I go, okay, so break it down for me. And they go, like, how do you break peaking down? Right? Well, what is it? Like, you know, like, what do I just walk up to Antoine over there that I don't know and just say, yo, need you in front of this presentation, bro. Eight o'clock tomorrow, yeah? So, <laughs> you know, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So what, what is peaking? They go, well, you know, you need to form a, a connect what? Okay, so I, I showed them something. I went, I was in New York with these guys, their teacher, and I went, okay, this is what I see is peaking. And I went round and I was hanging out with him and I was like, that is a wonderful jacket. And I went up to a woman, right? Beautiful woman. Is that, that's, where is that from? He went, oh yeah, you know, I've got that from here. It's quite nice, isn't it? Goes, yeah. Like, you know, you look like someone I'd love to hang out with. I'm only here for a bit. You know, I've got a party on tonight. I want to pop by, you know, would love to, you got style, you know? And then they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Here's my number. Here's the number to get it done. So, that so, was so, it. So, so, so peaking, because I've never even heard of that term. I've never heard of it. Yeah, so it's what network marketing people use. It's quite a. It, is, a it, it, it feels like cold approach in game, in game theory. Yeah, it is. So I don't like peaking. I think they have a completely. Yeah, I think it's dumb, kind of dumb wrong. too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb thing. So you get these entrepreneurs who have recruited these people like let's say sasha and those guys and they've convinced them that they need to go out and meet as many people as they can and get them in front of the presentation so these people that you've just met get in front of the presentation and they don't know you but somehow you got them in that room well done but 80 percent of those people will be like not quite for me because you want me to basically go do exactly what you just did to me. What I did for my girlfriend at the time was I would, I would go to the same, I'd go visit like, you know, 20 different venues while I was going for my walk with my coffee over three days. The first one was, hey man, just move to the area. Pleasure to meet you. Go around, come back the next day. Tony, what's going on? You know, still trying to find my feet. You know, kind of thing. Then you start having a conversation, right? But you don't go into business. You don't go into any of that, you know? You kind of really connect with Tony and each of those 20 people. Just just a quick, yo. Third day is where you kind of go, right. You met them. You warmed them up. You basically knocked that relationship out of the park. Like, if you look at us, you and I, there were, it took three instances maybe two because of all the connection we have even with me with other people you and i was like he's gonna get my um a dr strange joke yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know where everyone else was like like this so some people for me it's really getting to now i don't like sales i'm not a big sales. Me, me too me too go on like you said, the cold thing, peaking is very cold. I like 
filtering though and cultivating relationships. I like to meet a nice number of people and kind of going, Anton, he could be a lifelong friend. Like just the energy, the vibe was there, right? None of the others, the others are lovely, don't get me wrong, including my friends, Sasha and those guys, you know, like I love them to bits, but could, how long could I, like I could sit opposite this guy for hours and we could talk about layers upon layers. <laughs> layers. Upon layers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I do. And, and it's really interesting because like you, I hate sales. I, I fucking hate it because it's like, it's a statistic game. It's a, it's a psychology game. It's like, I get it. We live in a world where you have to do it. It, it, it is just, it's the world we live in. It's CEOs. It's, you know, it's all this shit. But at the end of the day, it's like, you're like, yeah, like I look at kind of like, like you and people in that group and like you said, it was the energy first. It's like, I, I want to do business with people that I like on one level. And, and like, and, and let's say like, even me and you didn't even get along. And I was like, okay, this guy has a academy that I want to get into or benefit from. Like, yeah, I'd rather just almost just be straight up, straightforward, be like, this is what I'm seeing, man, take it or leave it. Like, and, and because like when you're honest about that, you can actually then create this weird kind of relationship that's more authentic by being honest first, you get the bullshit out of the way. You get like that weird fucking like the peaking thing and the cold approach and trying to, to end up in a business relationship. But then when you look back, you're like, yo, you organized that entire thing. And it didn't come naturally as a natural outflow. You know what I mean? Where, where you and I, when we found each other in that group, I was legit. I remember the first time in that group, you started speaking. I was like, I like this guy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like after the, the first thought that went through my head was like, I know you're, you know, you're a big business dude. So I was like, maybe he's just really good at creating a persona that everybody kind of likes. Nobody loves, but everyone kind of likes. Mm. And, 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 you know, you probably do. You probably have just that persona that everybody will be like, oh, I 70% like that guy. Something about him. I just like him. Like, I don't think any, like, obviously people like me who, for some reason, there's like this energetic thing between us. We share these like core concepts. Some people, like for me, I was like 80%. I was like, I, I don't know why. I really like that dude. I, I can't. Yeah put my finger on it i just i feel like i'm compelled i want to get to know him more and we did that and now look at where we're at it makes sense Mm. but i feel like almost anybody i feel like could like 60 percent like you you know what i mean you just have you kind of have that easy kind of going you're you're you know you're quite jolly you you smile pretty easily you're calm you're collected you're positive all that kind of stuff but then yeah, I, I think it's like uh, on a spiritual ever level or something or like not even, you know, I even have to say spiritual, but just at a deeper level, some people you just vibe with literally yeah. vibration and you just you, pick it up and go on, go with that. It's so funny that you say that because when you say 60, 70%, that is me on initial engagement with any new group toning it down yeah, yeah. No, that is, and that Fuck is yeah. my filtration process 
of I'm going to give this not all the way because I've done that so many times and it's just either overwhelming or you know I'm kind of like okay I'm going to go 60 70 is literally how I how I do it and I'm going to filter out the ones who immediately vibe with me and the ones who don't because resonance is powerful like I don't know you know, like uh, Sasha and um, us guys and all of, uh, all of us, like we know each other through a lot of different things and we're almost like family, right? Like, you know, we hang out, they come out, but they just, that, this is the hard part. They genuinely love me and they'll come to a bar and I will always sit at the bar. I don't sit at the table, I sit at the bar. I'm interacting with people, okay? Like, you know, I want the option of interacting with people, but I also want the option of just being left alone. Very interesting. So I don't have to face anywhere other than the bartenders who will leave me alone so I can get on with stuff. So that two reasons, two reasons. One, I don't want to be alone. Two, I want to be alone. Sometimes that's fascinating. Right? Go on. Yeah. Right. So the bartenders will either interact with you or they won't. Right. And they'll be quite polite, kind, and mind their own business or not mind their own business and engage. I like both. So that's why I love facing the bar. So I'll be at the bar. I've got, you know, those guys there, Fatney and Sasha. And I'm interacting with them. They just love seeing me the way I'm interacting with different people. And then, you know, you'll, you'll, I'm that guy who normally, so if depending on who I'm with, if I can see that this person is not a major social person, I'm not going to make them feel uncomfortable. Right. You'll see what I mean. Like if I have them there, I'll see someone walk by. I'm like, yo, bro, love the jacket. <laughs> you know, like, but because of the English accent, uh, you know, the, the England accent from here to when I'm there, people immediately, the chair shuffle closer. And then, you know, people suddenly start listening. I so funny once that there was this woman, and she was, her husband was yapping away about, I don't know, he's a professor or something. She was so not interested in her husband. Right? <laughs> and she was doing this, she was doing this. This love, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she was listening in on my conversation and my friend um who's very good at watching people because he's a people watcher yeah said she's people watching you yo, you know and i walked by her and she was on her own i walked by her and i went boo and she went <laughs> you know like that she goes oh you, you could tell i was listening <laughs> you know? i was like yeah that's hilarious <laughs> but you do it in a way that's not creepy not yeah. uh like weird like suddenly i don't know why but I, i've never like got the wrong end of the stick with someone like i'm not i'm not that person who socially hits on people anyway so i don't like you know but i'm socially friendly but actually, I'm also very socially private. Like what I mean is sometimes I just want to be left alone and I'll tone my energy down completely. I'll be in black like this. Today's my, I'm chilling day, right? I have my hat. If I don't want to be left alone, I'll be wearing it like that. You know? You know I mean? <laughs> You're cool, Jeet. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, fluffy, fluffy Jeet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whichever one I decide to pull out, uh, you know, just don't feed me after midnight. I will multiply, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, so um, I, I find, but I don't necessarily enjoy that is what I'm trying to get. What I mean is I'll start having fun if I get a little bit bored. Because I find that a lot of people will come to me and they kind of want to hang out with Jit, 
right? Which I love, which is really nice. But they're not really trying to understand any layer that I'm on. Really? They are, really? They are trying to enjoy the, um, uh, the activation they get for their layers. But they're not really trying to go, I'm trying to connect with Jim. And I find that a lot. But I don't, I don't hate them people. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, Sasha connects with me on a, a more emotional side because she's not that articulate for with her emotions i find so i'm able to give her this bridge that she can touch and she can you know express her emotions better and i can like i tone it down so she can like meet me there and i'll pull her along and suddenly like you know you've got a lot of momentum and energy and she'll go ah, like that and it's great to see that side of it i don't know what it is about childhood or you know upbringing or current circumstances that cause her to be like this but she's like really open up fatna is a good protection mechanism for her so she doesn't slingshot back into herself to keep her open fatna is quite strong right strong, strong woman and same with fanny i i relate with her because you know she's had to be a leader i haven't had to be a leader pa- pa- pardon, pardon, pardon me Fa- is fanny your girlfriend Fascinating? No, 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 no. no, no. Who, no who's no, the person you mentioned after Fatna? Oh, Sasha. I was talking about Sasha. No, no. You, know, you like, said you said Sasha. Then you said Fatna is really strong, and then you said Fanny gets me on this. Were you? Oh, did you? I was say, referring back to Fatna gets me to think about you know you know. Gotcha. Lead. She's she's got this masculine side to her where she's being tough, like she does very, very, very much. I can see that hundred percent. Yeah, and she's like quite like you know rah, like that. And, and, and it's funny because I went and stayed with them while I was recovering from my kidney donation for a little while. And her uh, husband's pretty much like that too, but not really nice. She's still really nice as well. And I'm like, wow, where did she get this, this, this tough side? Well, they both do renovations. They both work in building sites. They both, you know, and then but then she's interacting with build, builders, you know, constantly. And she needs to get her shit done. So I noticed this thing that she's developed, but she's got a tough side and it's still a veneer though, right? It's still a strong character veneer. And she's tried to use that and make it leadership. And this is where I relate to her because I'm kind of like, I see that. But what I saw a long time ago, that leader, where leadership doesn't work. Yeah. When you try to be a leader that you think that people need. Exactly. That's the... The, the challenge. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, I, I completely gave up on the idea of leadership. I used to be obsessed with wanting to be a leader. And, and I think it's like anybody that is not a leader early in life craves being a leader. Because like for me, I was I was bullied in high school, didn't have many friends. So for me, the only thing I wanted to do, and because I've always had a strong personality, because leadership is something that comes through me, but because I had so much insecurity as a youth, it was all blocked and, and I completely repressed it. I was very beta, like beta, you know, quote unquote, right? And because of that, because I had this like leadership part of me that it, I don't even like calling it leadership again. It, it's just, I think leadership is a term we use to describe a way of being. It's like, because all these things is like Simon, Simon Sinek and all these PowerPoints on how to be a leader. I, I, I think mm. it's I think it's backwards. I think it's like figure out who you are. What do you want to do in the world? You will end up being a leader. It's like 
whatever you are the best at, whatever you you are the best at and that you want to do in life the most. Like for me, I was so emotionally fucked up. I had such a terrible relationship with my, my brother and my sister. I had a terrible relationship with my dad and I just didn't understand people. I, I was almost like, I, I'm a weird thing where I've created the ability to be adept within social situations because I actually didn't understand social cues much when I was younger. I had to develop and cultivate and be so aware of everything. It's become like almost like an autistic kid or something. It's like I have this weird thing in the middle. And so I just wanted to understand myself. I wanted to understand my pain. I wanted to understand how to forgive people. I wanted to understand how to love myself because I fucking hated myself for a long time. So it's like I've dedicated my entire life to these core concepts and then and then now I, for the most part, love myself. There's still aspects that I'm, I struggle with. There's still parts that I'm, I'm just like anybody. But I've become very good at this. And yeah. that, that is where my leadership comes out. Because, because all leadership is is bringing someone to where you are. That's yes. it. And then, and then, you know, confidence is part of it too. Can you speak well? But then again, don't, like, I, I don't like teaching someone like, oh, teach me how to speak well. It's like, okay, the first thing I'll actually do is I'll teach you to love yourself because if you love yourself, then you're confident with what you actually believe. And then when you speak, you naturally have confidence. It's like you can take someone like even you or me. I can, I guarantee if, if I get you on a topic that you know nothing about or you have any insecurity about, you will not be confident. You will not be a leader when speaking about that thing. Me too. So it's like people are like, oh, you're a leader. It's like, yeah, in some areas. It's like in some areas, I'm a supreme follower. I don't know anything about it. And then my body language shuts down a bit. And sure, if you know enough leadership techniques, you can you can find a way to open up your body language and appear yeah. like you're confident a leader. But it's fucking bullshit. Because like, again, with the whole thing with leadership is be wary of leaders because they're very charismatic yeah. and they can convince you of things. And if they are not fully grounded in the thing they're leading you on, they shouldn't be leading you on anything. It's like some people just get good at speaking about bullshit and they can be a leader on any subject. That's dangerous. It's like I like people that are a leader naturally at who they are because that that is what confidence and leadership is. And anyway, that was a big tirade. I know you have five minutes before no, you're, I know. Uh, you're well, done. I, oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I knew because I've got to get like they expect a shirt and it's ugly. Um, it's a big thing that I I, um, I like, and I, I'm not into big, like, massive, um, you know, I like poetry and things, but based on this, I kind of like the whole leader-less leading, leading. Me too. Me too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Be leader-less of yourself. So, like, selfless, right? Leadership. Leader-less leadership. Because, you know, those people who say, I'm a leader most of the time it's just an ego it's insecure it's, a, it's insecurity it's just you know when i set up uh for excellence as a starship with a bridge and you know all that and i have call signs for people you know like wharf head of security councillor you know all that head of the council you know i set up a starship but it's the knights of the round table right where even the king only has one vote we set it up with ethics and values and things. The leadership 
was in stepping forward. And the first remit is always remain teachable, is the instructor's remit. If you cannot remain teachable and be a student, the best student, you must endeavor to be the best student because there is no teaching or leading without achieving that first level of remembering where you came from and the path that others are taking that to show them that you are still teachable, that you are not a dictator, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, because if you, if you lose at that step, you know, you think you're a leader, forget it. So, you know, yeah. Dude, bro. I know, I was literally about to say amen to that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, honestly, we could come up with so much stuff to talk about. You know what I'd really like to do? If there is a, an opportunity to do some podcasts or some work together, like, just for fun, because always start with fun, right? Like, you know, yeah. some stuff that we could do, because I want to get out there a little bit more. I don't, like what it's done to me in the past and we'll talk about that like the ego the stuff like that and I, that doesn't exist now um in this dojo <laughs> but it used to be there and i'd like to go over it with you just so you understand but what i really want to do is if there's some topics that we can kind of really share with the world and our conversations alone it could be just like this like you know let's talk about leadership you know yeah. you always talk about leaderless leadership what does that mean you know like just some topics that we think that should be recorded, should be shared. Because, hey, man, you talk about um, understanding the layer cake. Can you go into that? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, and just us talking back and forth about the layer cake. And then just, you decide what to do. <laughs> us talking back and forth about layer cake. <laughs> yeah, right. you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And, and I learned from last time, and I actually recorded this entire thing. So I was going to ask you after, if you don't mind. No, no, yeah, no, I understood straight away. We were already on the same page before you decided. So yeah, because I was like, I, I didn't want you to know because I wanted it to be natural. And then after the fact, I was going to say, by the way, I recorded that. Do you want me to like put it on my podcast? Because like, because that's that Dude, was my thought. Wanna, if you want to share any of the stuff that we've done and put it on your podcast and stuff, just go ahead. Like, I trust you, man. I think what we have is a beautiful relationship. We speak about some really intriguing facts where you could probably look at the three minutes we spoke about layer cake relationships <laughs> or layer cake personalities, you know, and you could make a podcast out of that and just share those snippets or whatever you feel is like ideal, you know, and then leaderless leadership. You know, we speak about so many different things. I mean, if you watch this back, there are probably like 20 topics. We just didn't realize we spoke about. Dude, but but that's my favorite. I grew up on Joe Rogan, so it's like I love yeah, just like yeah, jump jumping around to a like I I'm like a I'm ha, I'm I'm actually I have an ADHD mind, but I've learned how to keep it in focus. So it's like yeah. my my brain naturally is constantly making connections, and then I've just learned over time to kind of like narrow the bandwidth when I'm speaking and just kind of stay in one lane. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. That's beautiful. Bro, I can speak to you for hours. We've got to spend more time together, find a bit more time. Let's try to connect Sunday if you can. This time I won't let you down. <laughs> I'll, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's try to connect Sunday if we can. That'd be good. Um, you know, just to kind of go over some. I'd like to talk to you about a few things about, because I like the whole, the love stuff that you were talking about last time. And I kind of want to like just revisit that briefly, even if we can record it, that'd be really good. 
you know? Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll just record all of our conversation from now on. We might use them. We might not. But I want to give us the option of like, because last time, dude, I was like, fuck, I should have recorded that. Like, there's yeah. so much. To, dude, we were talking for like two hours, bro. I know. And I, and I, I know. And like, we, there's so much gold in there. And man. I'm like, I'm like just feeling the momentum now, like feeling good. I could sit here for another two hours. Do you know what I mean? I know we could. So that's just, that's just a beautiful thing, man. You know, so appreciate you, brother. No, I, I, I straight up, man, I fucking love you, dude. I, I, I yeah, always enjoy, like, it's, it's weird, man. When you and I talk, I feel like you're like a 25-year-old or I'm a 42-year-old, however old you are. <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel just like we're just right there. And definitely, man, when you come to uh, North America, when you come to Canada, man, you, all me, Sasha, Fatne, dude, we'll all uh, we'll all have a fantastic night or whatever. Oh, and, definitely, definitely. Try, uh, like, you know, I, I can't wait. All right. I'm well, coming back there anyway on medical uh, terms for to get my kidney checked. Um, so my lawyers are working on getting me over there, you know, because I haven't been discharged as a patient. So I'm going to be coming at some point for sure. All right, Jit. Well, I fucking love you, and you have yeah, yourself you an too, awesome uh, dinner with the with the family and making me jealous. Okay. <laughs> we'll do, brother. We'll do. <laughs> Speak soon. All right. Take care. All right, man.